0: Top Hill Recording Podcast, Episode 172. Tonight's guest, Lilac.
1: My
2: God, God that dude, that is crazy! Lilac, holy! Welcome cr- to Top Hill Recording. Rap, happy to be here. Thanks for having us.
1: Yeah, hey man, cheers, y'all. Cheers! I uh, cheers to that. That cheers. was uh, cheers. You know, I was just sitting here cheers. thinking, <laughs> how lucky are we to get to sit on this side of these things, man? Yeah. It's just crazy. That was so good. That was so get our own private concerts every week. Yeah, man, what a vibe. What a a cool that just song puts you in a feel doesn't it
0: Yeah
2: yeah. That's most of our shows these days is playing in bedrooms. So
1: (laughs) I can see why. (laughs) (laughs) Come over and uh, play a song for my lady. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a man. There's
2: a lot of money in it, believe it or not. (laughs)
1: Yeah, man, man, that's uh. Tell us about that song.
2: Uh, that was a song that I wrote probably back in 2016. Um. Sort of right as Lilac was getting its start, um, right as Elizabeth was joining the band, uh, I have an uncle named Gabriel. And so it's kind of a mix between, he he lives a nomadic lifestyle. And I was sort of thinking about him and uh, what it means to live nomadically and tied it into the angel Gabriel. So Mm,
1: nice. Cool. Yeah. Oh man, it's yeah. You you have a, a very very beautiful voice, and Elizabeth, the all's voice is just mixed and intertwined. So they're so warm together. They just interlace and weave in back and forth. It's just beautiful. Thank and nothing you. like a beautiful harmony. My God, you you know, absolutely. Oof, you made me drop my pen. Jokes.
3: <laughs> I think so. Yeah, that's when we've been playing since I joined the band and and found a violin part for it, and it's really evolved. I mean, thankfully, it has evolved for the seven years that we've been playing it. So Mm -hmm. that's why we wanted to start with it today.
1: Yeah, it's beautifully tight and interlaced. I mean, it's just, it's...
0: Take us back to uh, the beginning of Lilac. Where did it all start?
2: Well, um, it's... Gideon
3: and I had mutual friends for many, many years and then
2: finally met. (laughs) (laughs) At a Halloween party, I think. Yeah, yeah so. it's actually where so our bass player is married to Elizabeth his name's Paul and um I was starting this recording project which turned into Lilac and uh he mentioned playing bass and I was like can you come and play bass and so uh, the first EP started as just like bass and guitar um and then and then we had to retrack all the drums because I was recording it myself and had no idea what I was doing <laughs> and recorded everything before the drums uh, or every yeah everything before um, no click so. track. No, yeah, it was it was Ooh. too a click track, but it was like uh, okay. not the way that you build mm. yeah. a recording project. Um, so that's kind of how it started, and it, you know, it started off as a three piece. Uh, I say boy band, not like a NSYNC or something, but but three dudes in a band, um, and then El- Elizabeth joined in twenty seventeen. Um, Yeah. And we're sure glad that she did because it's most definitely changed our sound for the better. Um, And we've, yeah.
3: I had been, I had been looking for people to play with for, I won't say my whole life, but like I had been looking for a band that would work for a long time. And I had sat in with them a couple of times, a couple of shows in 2017. And then there was one summer where, we, we jammed and Paul wasn't there for some reason. And I was like, oh, okay. Like we just we just jammed and we just were improvising and we were all, you know, following together. And that's really what I w- had been looking for in like in other musicians that wanted to play out. Um, and so I kind of like sat them all down at one point, including my husband, which is sort of funny, but I sat them all down and I was like, <laughs> okay, can I encroach on boy hangout time and <laughs> join this band? <laughs> And Paul uh, was like,
0: "Yes, absolutely, babe. <laughs> <laughs> there was
3: they they appreciated that I asked. I think and didn't just kind of box my hey, way in.
1: Yeah, go. I'm, I'm a I'm a member because you know I'm married to right. base player. by marriage. <laughs> yeah,
4: you want to say you could you you may have Yoko'd your way. You are in. no
5: yoko.
3: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I am shots s- fired. Shots fired. Say a lot of things about yoko. Yoko's cool. She's a cool, she's
0: a gal. So Elizabeth, I guess you, uh, I'm assuming you started violin as a child?
3: I did. Goldsmith Elementary. Hey, <laughs> shout
1: out. Goldsmith in Louis
3: Yeah, Louisville? Yes.
1: All right. Okay. All right. All right. I know exactly, we know where that is. What grade? Awesome. What age?
3: I was two thousand nine.
0: Is it one of those, what is it, Kawasaki programs? What is it? <laughs>
6: Suzuki.
5: Suzuki. Suzuki. <laughs> you picked the wrong
3: uh, motorcycle. No, it was... Um, Suzuki usually starts younger, but I did... When I was younger, I did kinder music and then I did like recorder and piano lessons and then I wanted to play violin when, when I was four, but my mom wasn't quite ready to like commit to that for me. So when they started offering it in school is when I started playing, but I could like read music at that point. Um since I had learned when I was younger. Um, what so interested you like, at that age? What'd you say?
0: How, how did you... What made you want to be a violin player at four?
3: Oh, my gosh. Okay, it's Because you hadn't seen
0: it at school yet. That's I like-
3: hadn't. And I don't really... So, like, I grew up... My grandma would tell us stories from memory from the Laurel, Laura Ingalls Wilder books. Well, and Pa plays fiddle. And then um, at some point in my childhood, we went to... The little house on the prairie in Missouri, and we got this like book on tape that was like a music book on tape. So the nineties books on tape. It was it's just it's just the best. I remember. (laughs) And there was like some there was like some tracks where it was just like Pa playing fiddle, and I really loved it. And I loved like I think Itzhak Perlman had been on Sesame Street or Mister Rogers or something, and I was like just like very. Just that's tractor beam. Phenomenal,
1: phenomenal phenomenally abs- phenomenally phenomenal absurd.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Little house in the prairie <laughs> hooks you to the fiddle. Yeah. I'm, is, I'm
2: just now learning about
1: it. That, yeah. that might be a one of one story. It's possible. That's amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. It,
3: it's possible, but whatever Very it cool. was, I just loved I loved it.
0: You know, Gideon, that happens every time we have a band in here. They learn
1: something about their bandmates every yeah. time. How funny is that? That's yeah. wild. I mean, how often do you talk about stuff like yeah. that, though? Like, yeah, tell me about often. kindergarten or fourth grade <laughs> when you were nine.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We always, yeah, talk about the randomest stuff, like when we're in the band together or something. So, yeah. how about you, Gideon? When did you start playing? Man, um, my dad got me an acoustic guitar when I was probably eight. And, um, it was what, he like hid it in the closet and left me a note and I went and found it. And he was a worship pastor when I was a kid. And so I grew up kind of hearing him play and had a little ukulele when I was a kid. Cause I, you know, always wanted to play guitar and, um, yeah, picked it up, you know, and just fell in love with it immediately. Um, the E, the e chord was probably my first chord. Good chord. <laughs> Still my favorite chord. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So that's kind of when I picked it up. Um, not too many years after that, I remember like playing a chord and moving the same chord up the neck, you know, kind of discovering that on my own was like <laughs> mind blowing. Uh, I was like, what? You can play the same thing up the neck? <laughs> and it, as a kid, you know, that sort of imaginative stuff can lead you a lot of places. And I was just sort of hooked at that point. So, yeah.
0: Jesse, where'd you come into to the picture?
4: I've only been part of the band, what, a year and a half? Yeah. Something like that. So...
0: Newbie.
4: Yeah. I, uh, I'm from West Tennessee and um, ended up in Kentucky with some work stuff and um, had played with a band for like 12 years or something, toured around quite a bit, kind of took a break from music, just it's hard to disappear from your family for a couple of weeks or more at a time at some (laughs) point and uh, met Elizabeth and she's like hey you want to come jam with us and I was like sure and just started playing together you know yeah it, cl- um, it
2: clicked really fast with Jesse
4: yeah
2: I think your first gig with us may have been a wedding it was a wedding <laughs> oddly enough and we, and we had like how many songs
3: it was three th- hours of music yeah and it was very cold
2: yeah, very. It, it, yeah, wedding in the springtime and it snowed or something. But it was one of those barns. But they it was normally open to the air, but they would put up those like
4: white plastic canvas with the plastic window things to try to help you know. And it was it's still concrete not, not floor. Like.
3: Somehow colder in the barn than yeah. outside. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it really was. It really the was. Yeah, yeah.
2: They built a the refrigerator. But that yeah, that was uh yeah. You had a lot to learn for your first. Yeah. Show. I remember
3: sending you the email, and it was like, da da da. yeah, <laughs> so many songs.
0: Have you always been a drummer? Yes, I am.
4: I tell people uh, I'm a drummer, not a musician, because all I play is drums. I don't have, uh, I don't play any kind of melodic or chorded instrument. I, mean, I play a handful of chords on the guitar, but yeah, I, I think I started. I started in school band. We started pretty early in my town, like like fifth grade. And, um, I had, I had a friend come over and he found out my dad, which I didn't know what it was at the time. Later, as I got older, realized how cool the stuff was and he didn't know what it was, but dad had one of the, um, like point to point Rivera, like super champ amps and like a fender lead to guitar and compared to what my friends had, you know, which is like, a I think they had one of the Woolworth like branded guitars, (laughs) like, you know, uh, they basically let me in the band so they could use my dad's gear.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: and one of the other guys who uh, was a singer uh, who basically just screamed into a microphone um, also through a guitar amp uh, played drums in school band. So I started with like two really terrible like CB700 snare drums and I saved up my lunch money for over a month and I ordered a, a hi-hat stand that came with cymbals out of the JCPenney catalog that like the pedal would bend like halfway through a song, and I have to reach down like bend it, and the cymbals will like dent pretty much every time you hit them, and that's <laughs> like that's kind of how we started like our you know our friends our musical career like literally in a garage as a garage band with like just whatever we could find to like bang around on, and it just I never wanted to do anything else since like all I wanted to do is like play drums.
1: I so, remember as a kid <laughs> learning about the the the. Hoard your lunch money game. I didn't know about it, dude. I was old before I learned that you could just keep your lunch money and not eat. I was I was a hungry kid anyway. I ate all the time. I still do, but I just uh, but I didn't realize it. But I one of my friends, I never Brad, considered it either. Would always have money, dude. He always had cash, and I don't know how much he got. He got absurd amounts of money. <laughs> I said absurd twice. I haven't said absurd <laughs> in 171 episodes. You're I said sure. it twice You're this your, episode. Uh, monthly limit. My bad. Uh, yeah. Word of the day If I say it again Everybody scream um, No But I, I He would always have cash Like 50 bucks And we were kids And I was like Dude Why do you have all this money And I learned And I still couldn't hold myself From eating lunch I still had to I still had to eat Alright sorry I just. I never remember.
0: thought To save my lunch money
1: either. No I don't know I mean I'd have just bought food Somewhere else Yeah <laughs> My uncle was a drummer
4: too. He played saxophone and he played drums. And I just have a lot of fond of memory. There was a point where they were playing an outside show uh, on a flatbed trailer. And it was so windy, the cymbals kept blowing over. So they stuck all us little kids in the family <laughs> on the on the feet you of the wait. cymbal stands. And we were like, our job was to hold the cymbals down to keep them from blowing <laughs> that's over. Hilarious. Gosh, that's hilarious. That's such a uh, cute story. That's
2: when you started losing your hearing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. That is wild. <laughs> How about another song? Right. What
0: do you have for us? Tell us about this beforehand.
2: Yeah. So, this next one we're going to do is called What We Have. And um, it's a love song um, that I wrote in a difficult part of my marriage. Um, and it's sort of about, you know, in the frustrations of a relationship. At the end of it, still being thankful for what you do have with that person. <laughs>
1: Man, word wise, how, the honesty is in, in, insane. But the the choices in that song are crazy good, like the the all of it. But the chord selection and the chorus is, is so good, and the melody lines and, and it's so good, Thanks,
0: just man. so good.
1: I think Neil liked it. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I
5: mean,
1: I just there's, I think you know like. It's so interesting the entire time because you're listening. You're trying to keep up. If I, if you listen to a song like I do, which I think a lot of people do, you know, you're trying to keep up with everything going on at the same time, and there's so much going on there between the 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 words. He didn't
0: pull the slide out of his pocket. Pulling the slide, That's, I love the slide. It's like
1: awesome, but the chord choices are. For easy, good. Just the,
0: just changed instruments on us. Mm-hmm.
1: It's just so because good, you, you do do shit. And yeah, Jesse do wanted
5: that.
0: to sing badly on this one.
4: He does. <laughs> please, he
5: does. Please feel free
3: to <laughs> sing.
4: But again, my uh, my frog voice I've got going on. It's not going. It's going to work out. Jesse
3: sings my parts. Okay. Don't. you he might not singer. be able to today, and that's fine. But no pressure <laughs> yeah. at all. I'm
4: I'm a WBGV like way back ground vocalist. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs>
5: we're
3: working we're working with with him on it to put but, a yeah, mic.
4: I usually double her parts because I'm I'm not a very good singer, but I can find certain spots that work, and mm. I like uh, I play a lot of country music, and like my favorite thing is hearing like that high mm-hmm. inner part like, like ricky
1: skaggs harmony screaming yeah. over the
4: top of everything i can't even come close to that
1: but in my head i that sound great <laughs> he, does, he does sound
5: good <laughs> yeah
1: I, you know it's like if you if you all didn't have each other you would sound great but the fact that just the way everything meshes in mm-hmm. the you know that's time that doesn't happen by accident i'm sure the first time you all played together it sounded really good um because yeah. so you know what i mean i mean if 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 you have the ability, and then you find somebody that when you play with it just meshes, you you sound there's there's something about it that just clicks and sounds good. But the, the practice and the the smoothness of everything, it's just so well
2: done. But yeah, the the oh, I like it. Thanks, man. Sorry, I can't. I, I just went back. I Keep going backwards. <laughs> I had I had never sang with somebody before, or you know, led a song until I started this band. And then when I started singing with Elizabeth, my first thought was like, oh, she's like way better than me. And also, it's like so cool to, you know, to harmonize with somebody. Like I just, it was something new to me. And, you know, the past several years, we've kind of worked on that a lot. And yeah, it's fun. like singing with you, bud. Yeah, I like singing with you too. You
0: all sound great. Yeah. So Gideon, you wrote those first two songs we've heard. Is that right? Yeah. Are you the primary writer in the band or how's how's the writing look?
2: We're So we record here soon a lot of our new stuff and we're turning into more co-leading and co-writing. Um, early on, I did most of the writing. Uh, but on several songs, like the song isn't really that done until we get into the practice space and then it, it sort of evolves into something. Um, and Elizabeth, I think that last song that we wrote was the first bit of lyric writing you did for Lilac because you changed. I remember I didn't have the second verse and it was right mm. before a show that we were going to play it. And it was, uh, cause I'm feeling down and I didn't know what to say after that. Mm. And you were like I'm feeling down and I don't feel right. Mm. And you and I wrote that
3: together. I forgot about that. On the front porch of the Whiteman's. Oh, thanks for remembering that. I forgot about that.
2: Anyway, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of evolved into you know more equal writing. Um, yeah, but equal I, at rights. first I did a lot. No. <laughs> 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 That's a good band.
3: I, I'm name, a W R right. yeah. yes, yeah. I T am a really really slow songwriter, and Gideon is uh, not. Gideon right. can crank them out much faster than me. So um,
1: do, do you mean like um you don't write a bunch or do you mean like you start one and it'll take you forever to finish it?
3: Yeah. The yeah, I will start little bits and pieces throughout the year and I finish I think my best year has been like I've written maybe 3 songs in a year.
1: Like Do you have to intentionally finish them?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I just I kind of move on pretty quick mm-hmm. when I have ideas and then I and then I'll come back to them and finish them up and or bring them to the band. I think like Samba, which is on our last record. Um, That one I wrote really, I like wrote the verses and was like, okay. Like, and I brought it to the band and then we, we still took a couple months to finish writing that one. Has, as a
1: group, uh, so. has, has Gideon ever brought something to the band that you've pulled one of those pieces that you have just like written on the run went like, Oh, here's an idea. And then he brought something and went, "Oh, hey, check this out! I got something for it that you know, pre-made."
2: Like riffing off each other, or like yeah, just kind of hearing something and then turning it into a totally yeah, new saying song. like,
1: "You bring something," and she goes, "You know, I recorded this on my phone two months ago, and it oh. freaking meshes with that perfect." Have you ever done anything like that?
3: Maybe really good some violin licks, yeah. not totally, but just like I have been playing around and like, oh, I want to figure out how to do this on a song, like with Interstate Loops, I yeah. think. I should talk about the next song we're going to play. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So like the next song we're going to play called Guardrails. Um, I think that I had wanted to do, I wanted to do more fiddly stuff, more like double stops. Um, I wanted to do a song that had more of a f- fiddle lead line. Um and so I wrote this one, but then I guess leaves was the, another one that you brought, and I, and I was like, oh, I want to do more fiddle parts, and that one really lent itself to.
2: Yeah, doing it's interesting how. Parts. Yeah, certain. I tend when I write music, I tend to start with the guitar mm-hmm. and figure out some sort of guitar part, and then think of melodies on top of that. Um, and it's just interesting how, you know, it sounds basic, but know certain guitar parts lend themselves to certain violin parts and it just sort of clicks in and leaves off our last record it's the the first song on the record um yeah it's kind of like that and yeah
1: the melody kind of just sat right in Mm -hmm. do you play more than one instrument or you uh, just guitar mostly
2: i I wish i did i tried to play uh i want to learn how to play bass better but starting off on guitar Every time I play bass, I just, I play like a guitar player. Like and, this, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's which, easy to I feel, do.
3: I feel like learning how to play guitar is like starting with the most useful thing. Mm-hmm. Like the reason I started playing guitar was because you can't, it's hard to like write full chord, you can't write full chord songs on a violin. And I, I like can play piano some, but so I can write on piano, but you can't take piano to a party. Yeah. So I was actually I mean, going
1: yeah. <laughs> to. I was actually yeah. going to ask you if playing multiple instruments uh, makes you write different.
3: Yeah, that's another. That's so I. I actually wrote the bulk of the next song we're going to play on piano. Okay. And then I
1: wasn't expecting piano for this one.
3: I wrote it on piano. Figured out how to play it on guitar then brought it to the band and did the violin part and promptly forgot. I don't know what the chords are anymore. I can't play it on guitar anymore.
2: <laughs> that's, that's wild. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I really thought about that. Yeah. That's
3: but like, so guitar for me is really, it's just like the functional aspect. And piano too. Like it's, I just, it's a functional thing for me. Um, so so is, is what this, we have was actually the first song that I ever recorded acoustic guitar for. Is like,
1: it, does it still sound like you're, did when you wrote it on piano now when you play it?
3: The bridge does. The bridge does.
2: Wow. D- yeah, I didn't really think about how much change has gone through. I
4: don't think I
2: ever heard
4: you play it on piano because we started it and you, I think you pretty well had the violin part going, you know, like kind of the beginnings of it anyway.
3: Mm-hmm. I think I wrote the violin part from like a voice memo of the piano or the guitar. I don't remember.
1: That's wild.
0: Before we hear guardrails, though, we have
1: Weston's <laughs> question. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we didn't even
0: practice that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time I ever could buddy. <laughs> All right. So tell us something non-musical about <laughs> you really? guys. We should know. Listeners should know.
2: Um every evening I passionately uh that's a weird way to start <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: Let me get my
2: bourbon. Okay, go ahead. pick up your bourbons for this one. Uh, are you asking you to open a I, I, I passionately try to raise my rating on chess dot com.
3: Every and and evening. I'm,
2: and I'm still not very good, but um I love chess. I thought you said chest.
1: dot com. I was like, Wait.
2: I was like, how do you do that? Like push ups and measure. What's what's going on here? Cool. Uh, Chest.com. Uh, probably not the most interesting. So how thing, good but, are you? Uh, not that good, but the online chest. It's like a really fun adrenaline rush. Okay. I've, I'm I'm playing the five minute blitz games right now. Oh wow! And it's you know it, it really does get your blood pumping. Okay. Um, it's fun, fun Doesn't it make been you mad evening.
0: though when you're winning the game but you run out of time?
2: so mad uh,
1: <laughs> I don't yeah. even know which way they can move that's my biggest problem oh, you don't know how to we play can... chess no nah, i oh. i need i need i need the one with the ghost people that tells me i can go this way <laughs> oh, with the yeah. pawn ghost or people. this way with the pawn you know what haunted i mean haunted chess yeah haunted chess that's
2: what i need haunted chess do you
0: play anybody in the band <laughs> paul
2: I, i've only beaten paul our bass player one time he's 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 better than me
3: Paul's paul is very good at many things One of them being winning most games. He just can see. He's one of those dudes that doesn't lose anything. Yeah. He can just see ahead in the game and yeah. Good at everything.
1: And Paul is your husband. Paul Paul is my husband. And so, does it make you mad if if you all play against each other? He's always going to win, right? No.
3: In chess, no, because I know he's going to win. And I go in (laughs) knowing he's going to win. There are other games I can't think of right now. Um, like we learned a new game with my sister and brother in law. It's called uh, Wingspan. It's a really cool game where you like collect different species of birds. Emphasis on a lot a really, of birds. It's a really cool game. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you, <laughs> it's just like bird cards. There's like it's like oh, bird yeah. <laughs> like. It's not like baseball cards, but kind of.
1: Like, I got a chicken. Yeah.
3: <laughs> no, 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 no. We're talking like we're talking like eastern white-tailed hawk okay. and like like beautiful like unique species of birds, not chickens. I'll trade you a chicken for a duck. And I think the first time we played that, I think he won, and that like that like like made me a little. I was just like, oh, you win it every game, um, but. Most of the time at this point, I, I'm pretty chill.
1: About like it. whatever, man. So where's
3: Paul? Paul's at home. Um, he is with our two-year-old son.
1: Oh, you should have brought him. Yeah. Take our son account. as yeah. well. Yeah, he
3: is, he is a real trooper. He was with us this weekend at a music festival um, that a friend of ours named Stephen Galusha has been hosting. It's called Ren Nest Solstice Fest. Shout this out. was year two, yeah. Shout out! This is year two. There's going to be a year three next June. Awesome. We do it around the solstice. Last year we did it kind of like on the solstice, but this year it was a little bit ahead of it, just on availability. Um, so Miles was with us. That's something about me that's non musical is I have a two year old, mm. um, and he's he's great. He's a goofball. He was <laughs> he was wild wild in this weekend. Like he. He at one point was like walking up on stage while people were playing on Sunday morning, and I was like, kept trying to like get him to come back down, and he was like walking around eating a raw ear of corn. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was, it was so,
5: funny. so does Miles so have any age.
0: Fisher Price instruments yet?
3: Um, he doesn't.
0: He's got real
1: instruments, man. What's he, your yeah. <laughs> instruments? Whenever,
3: whenever we have band practice, Miles is like, does he? Jesse, and he like goes for Jesse and like wants to play Jesse's drums. Hell yeah. And uh, we have some drums in our basement and he will go and like hit those. Um, so he likes to play drums. He likes to do air guitar at this point. Um, he he really wants to to play the violin. Like when I play, he like really wants to get in on that. So I like, I let him... Pluck it, but
1: not. Have you heard bro. of the Kawasaki program? <laughs> yeah,
5: he knew the Kawasaki program. <laughs> yeah, maybe when he's like
3: three or four, we'll start him with the Kawasaki program. <laughs> <laughs> it's like off-brand Suzuki.
5: <laughs> what you what have for the Jesse? Kawasaki sponsorship? Yeah. We're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> How
0: about you, Jesse? What do you have for us? Oh my goodness. Um,
4: I mean, I have a family too. A couple boys at home. Um, I have a wonderful wife who um, who has allowed me to travel a whole lot in our marriage uh, and play music and disappear for weeks at a time and go right around in the van with a bunch of dudes playing country music around the United States. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like to build things. like to work with my hands. Um,
0: What's the last thing you built?
4: Uh, today, I worked on... Um, this is not what I do day to day. It's more of a hobby... Um, also necessity because every house we buy seems to need a lot of work I'd probably buy them that way on purpose but I don't know <laughs> uh, I'm building a media console for the company I work for that will go in our showroom to house all the hi-fi equipment and turntable and vinyl so I was working on it today nice so cool.
5: awesome
0: alright so tell us about a nightmare gig or may- maybe something embarrassing that's happened to you on stage
2: do you you have one that you
3: I was thinking on the way here yeah I mean the the main one that we always tell is like once we accidentally made dirty jokes when we were like being the opening band for a college like opening symposium event with the dean of the college (laughs) (laughs) and it really was accidental I just kind of like said something awkward and then tripped over my words trying to like Reel it back in and then
2: like we need
0: to replay it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so, god. You want me to tell the story?
2: Yeah, you can tell the story. So it was raining outside and um we were in between songs and Elizabeth. It was asked raining the crowd, a lot.
3: Like it was like it was it wasn't just like, like, like oh we're gonna talk about the weather. Show. It was rain. like <laughs> Yeah, it was like enough rain that it was it was an event and like the students were coming in and they were like, you know, like drowned rats.
2: Yeah. Very yeah. So, Elizabeth asked, you know, is, this, is it still raining out there? And there was like a lot of students there. Yeah, it was. Um, it was like 500 yeah. or
7: something.
2: And uh, <laughs> some people were like, yeah, it's still raining. And then Elizabeth was like, well, welcome to your first year of college where everything's about getting wet.
5: <laughs> that not. Okay, that's
2: not
5: how I said it. I just said
2: what I said was.
7: Wait,
3: now how did I say, I say it? That's how I remember it. Yeah, it was pretty close to that. And then I like <laughs> tried to cover it up real quick. Because like the students were just like, it was just crickets. And then like one person was like, ha! Huh? And, <laughs> and then
2: everybody laughed. Everybody, everybody, everybody was was like, laughed.
5: Hey! And I was like, oh my God.
2: It was a, it was a I, pretty big yeah, laugh. I mean, if I, that hadn't happened, it would have been more awkward. Like if yeah, nobody laughed, it so would have been more I awkward. Teach,
3: <sighs> I teach Uh, like... I teach college students. I teach like a couple classes um, a year for the UK School of Music, like music history or um, music appreciation classes. So I have like some experience teaching college students. And if you say something, like if you say something that can be taken in a way like that, you just kind of have to just be like, yeah, okay, we know, like <laughs> let's roll on, you know. Um, And so I think I, I think I decided in that moment that that's what I was going to do. But then I realized I was like, this is this is a really big stage and there's a lot of people in here. But, you know, it happens sometimes.
2: not oh <laughs> similar God. to me just saying every night I passionately. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <right. laughs> Which I'm going to be thinking about. Yeah, yeah you're going to be thinking do, about do
1: that. Do you know when a story triggers a story? I've got I've got one that's so funny I don't know if it's appropriate though.
3: Well, this isn't live, right? You edit this, right?
1: <laughs> oh my god, dude! So all we gotta do is put an E on the yeah, podcast. So <laughs> who's the who who's the guy that had the Applebee's song? I an Applebee's. Who's that guy? I'm talking to the Like
3: wrong. this real
1: square faced country uh, pretty guy.
3: Sorry to point a finger at uh, you there, Blake like you would No,
1: it's uh. uh I, I can't remember. Anyway, there was some contest that that my band won, and we played this shit. We opened for him at um, Baxter's five hundred two or where, wherever it is, and it was we did we played acoustic. He played acoustic. I'll try to remember his name in a minute. And and Doug, my bass player, who rarely talks. I mean, because I'll be like, "Hey, I got a tune. Say something." And the stage would be silent. This is back in the day. And, and nobody would talk and be like, this is terrible. We're playing that gig. And for some, <laughs> this better be good. It's not that, it's not that good, but it's funny to me. But it's it's a good crowd, man. Like, it's it's pretty packed. And he gets up on the mic and said, by the bass player, cross the road. And we all look at him like, what the And he goes,
5: to get to all the whores. <laughs> like, what? Oh and then it,
0: <laughs>
6: he made that
1: joke up on the spot. I looked oh, at him and I was good. like, oh. <laughs> What? Number one, it doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> it's not even a joke. It's just a terrible sentence. <laughs> and number two, you choose now to say this? And he's like, play a song, play a song. And I went, uh-uh. Yeah, he's no, never getting a mic again. It's like, that's your last time getting a And I mic, said, buddy. that's uh. why bass players don't talk in a microphone. Oh, my gosh. And we that's, played that's the hilarious. next. It was I, it was so weird. It's funny knowing Doug. Yes. To get to all the whores. I was
3: like, what? <laughs> <laughs>
1: what? My parents uh. are here. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Parents have heard that word before. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah it's a fact. That's, that's relatively mild. Yeah. Oh it's my god. It just god. makes yeah. no sense. It
1: just makes no <laughs> sense.
3: I feel like saying things into a microphone amplifies whatever. <laughs> it just, it just, I mean, literally amplifies them. But then it's like, you know, if I had said that joke in passing, <laughs> yeah. I think I would, I wouldn't have like thought back in my mind, like, wait, what did I just say? And so then the moment where I was like, what did I just say? And then that's where.
1: It's like when the you hear The pause creates back. the joke. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So funny.
3: Hey, your bass player was going for it. Stage banter is hard. That's right. And sometimes <laughs> you just got to Start throwing spaghetti at the wall and see what
2: sticks. I wonder if he was like planning planning that one for a while, like waiting. Here's the problem. He
1: didn't throw like spaghetti at the wall. He threw the box of spaghetti (laughs) at the wall, hoping that something would happen. It was still closed. He didn't even pull it out of the package to put it in the water. He just... Jesse, while uh. you
0: were touring the U.S., did you ever play, you know, behind chicken wire and get bottles thrown at you or anything?
4: I don't think I ever had anything thrown at me. This is not 74, Uh,
1: man. Hey, I've heard a story of people
3: getting stuff thrown at them within the last two years. I mean, we really, yeah.
1: I just think the chicken wire. I mean, I understand getting stuff thrown at you, but chicken wire is way out. We did nearly get in some scuffles, though. I mean, the guy that I played
4: with, like, he, I'm pretty sure he's told me a story. His dad was a country music bass player, and uh, I'm fairly certain they played some shows kind of like that, like, you know. Yeah, I mean, we, we nearly got in a scuffle and, um, oh God. and oh, totally drawing the blank. Uh, East Tennessee, NASCAR, not tell you, but Bristol. Bristol. Got you. We played this bar and it was terrible and they didn't want to pay us like what they promised us because we were like a few minutes late. We didn't know we had to set up our own sound gear. Oh, um, it was the most awful. Like half the channels worked on the board, nobody knew where anything was and like, it was just a awful awful gig and uh that almost ended poorly but we uh we calmed ourselves down and they it was it was one of those situations where like one the guy came a big huge dude came over and uh, one like our lead guitar player stood up and he's he's got a, a reputation for getting in fist fights i mean he's a <laughs> you don't mess with him he's a louisiana boy that's just rough and he stood up and we all stood up with him and it was just like, it was like something, like somebody flipped a switch and like everybody was just like, like got swole real quick on everybody. I was like, this is going to be bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> we got calmed down and got out of there. Did it go down? Not, no, we, we, uh, we got to calm down and it was fine. But I mean, I've played a stage where they swept, you know, goat poop off the stage before I got up there and played. Like... Like it's basically a porch on somebody's house <laughs> uh, nothing nothing too crazy we We got a little wild, but nothing nobody threw anything at us as far as we remember
0: but well, who's the last local independent artist you listen to that our listeners need to go check out?
2: I would say Townsville Turner, their indie rock band in Lexington, Kentucky. I've really been jamming on them um Came out with an EP last year that's super good. Maybe it's... I think it might be a full length. And they just played the Ren Ness Solstice Fest. Um, Yeah, I love love their whole vibe. Very kind of like early 2000s indie rock with a little bit of like post-rock elements.
3: Really good. Yeah. That's who I was thinking too. But I've also been listening to a lot of Rachel Bayman She's out of Nashville. She's not from Kentucky. I don't know if that counts, but I can't okay. stop I can't stop listening to her and I I met her um I met her at a festival that we played last month called Sleeping in the Woods Festival. It was hosted okay. by Nicholas Jamerson and uh at Hidden Ridge Campground. And it was a wonderful festival. I mean, awesome. it was really, you know, so artist focused. Yeah, so artist focused and just like so Nice, and everybody was so kind, and it was like everybody was great. Miles was with, was with us there, my son, and everybody was great with him. And um, Rachel and her bassist, she plays in a duo with the bassist, they showed up like as we were rehearsing, and she she like got out of her van and was just like,
5: <laughs> <laughs> and I was like,
3: yeah, you know, I like waved and smiled, and I was like, I don't, I don't, do I recognize, do I know her, you know? And then later, like, we played we played our set and then I went backstage and she was there and she's like, oh, I loved your set. I heard you, you know, and I was like, oh, okay. I put the pieces together who she was and we met and then I listened to her set and then when she was finished, myself and Don Rogers, a fiddle player, songwriter in Kentucky, we were both backstage and she came out after her set and I was like, I was like, uh, we're here to fangirl a bit. (laughs) She plays fiddle and guitar. And, um, I I think she plays a five string fiddle. So it gets some viola, some lower notes too. Um, and yeah, we just like really just like loved each other's music and traded records. And, um, it was really cool to meet somebody else who's, who's like playing fiddle in creative ways. Um, so yeah, her her newest album is called "Combination of Sorrows" and it's it's phenomenal. And Don Rogers also has really great music. Um, he's written a song for the local honeys, or well, he's written it and he performs it, but the local honeys play it more. I think and it's called um, "I'm a Kentuckian." It's a really good song. If you've never heard it before,
1: so um, you know, with with being in the the scene and and doing the festivals and and as a female musician, have you been able to, is there a community of female uh, artists that, that really kind of take care of each other? I, I, we talk a lot about uh, Louisville and Kentucky and, and regional musicians that really do support each other, take care of each other, uh, try to prop each other up instead of uh, tear each other down. It seems like um, there's a lot of support, but inside of that network, which seems really, really supportive and and good. Is there a, is part of that uh, all these festivals and things like that? Is that helping build that? And do you have you taken no any notice to that?
3: I think it can be hard at a festival, honestly, because there's so much going on. Like sometimes it's a good place to kind of hang, but then other times it's for me. It happens like. You know, sending messages after the show, or yeah. you like also have two sending, sending, yeah, to right, now. right, yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, Instagram, um, just like yeah, kind of supporting each other in, in any way that we can when it's hard when you're on the go all the time. Um, so, and
1: your and your main focus, of yeah, all of you all is here do, by building this yeah, instead I, of that. So I it's do
3: just, have like um, Maggie Noel, who's in Magnolia Boulevard. Um, she and, and I mom
1: and a, we've been I've been yeah, we've been trying to get them too,
3: yeah they're she's yeah, they're, they're really, amazing, really they just
1: it. had a new record or e p or something coming yeah. Out
5: too,
3: yeah, um I think that there is i think there is support, I think that like a lot of times you know we're just kind of out there, one of the boys, I should say, you know it, yeah. it's not always like I honestly didn't even think about like that. Rachel and I kind of gravitated towards each other because we're both women. I was like, oh, we both play violin. Like, that yeah. was my first thought. Um, I think a lot of times we're just kind of out there doing our thing. Um, but it is special. Um, like, uh, B. Taylor is another... Uh, well, she's not from Kentucky, but she's been playing it around Kentucky a lot. Um, and she asked me to come and sit in on one of her songs back in April or something. And we were, like, putting on our makeup together in the green room. And I was like... Oh, this is this is nice. Like, <laughs> I this, a lot. this is nice. Well, there, there
1: are, there's just I take note because there are so many dominant female musicians that, that especially, you know, fiddle players and bass players like the Katie Didits and the Ellie Ruths and Oh yeah, uh, Ellie Ruth. And, yeah, we love Ellie Ruth. Uh, uh, yeah, she's no. there are just so many, many, many good ones uh, in the area. I, I'm just. I'm we all
3: we all have each other's numbers. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I, I mean,
1: there's so many shows and stuff that you all could do together to really showcase. I'm yeah. just. It, it seems like it'd be a really supportive
3: community. Yeah, somebody should. That's a great idea. Somebody should. Uh, somebody should should promote a show I mean, like that a, with all the I'm female just stream players.
1: <laughs> Ladies' night at the Monarch, Monarch with nothing yeah, but I was strings, say Monarch. It would be amazing. Yeah, that would be really it cool. It would be. Co- be, cool. be crazy I'm sure, like good. Blakely
3: Burger. Yeah, I was Ellie, thinking Blakely. Ruth, I'm not thinking of the Anna Maggie Blanton. Lander. Anna Blanton. Yeah. I know she's mm-hmm. around town. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, there's a, just a ton of really, really good players.
3: Ella. Uh, um, Ella Webster's playing with Cole Cheney right now.
1: Okay. Yeah. She's Cole uh,
3: Cole she's Chaney. younger than me. She's young. She's like just graduated college, but she's she's killer. Yeah. She's awesome.
1: Yeah. That that's be yeah. a. We just added. Somebody a put question. it together. <laughs> Luke,
0: Luke Trimble was on here a while back. He said, you guys need to ask what are people's favorite bourbon? We're like, yeah, you're right. So what's your favorite bourbon? Do you have one?
2: Wild Turkey was mine. Ooh. 101.
3: Buffalo, <laughs> Buffalo Trace. Yeah. Top
4: yeah, Shelf. I I'm love it with her. Buffalo oh, trace. trace. It used yeah. to be regular can't show. Now
1: it's like, can you find it, show? Yeah. <laughs> and when you do, it's $35. It's like I actually bullshit. I could not
4: find it anywhere in Kentucky or like around Lexington. And then I took a trip to visit some friends in Vancouver, Canada. And it was just like,
1: shut mm-hmm. your mouth. Are you serious? Like, just like rows of it. And I was like, like you know, I live 20 it's minutes from happened. where this is made <laughs> yeah. and I can't find it. And and the same, same thing
0: happens when I go visit my son in North Dakota. Like, you know, you can never find Eagle Rare here. You go to North Dakota, and they have four or five bottles of Rare just sitting on the Crazy ship.
2: Crazy how that works.
1: Yeah. It is. <laughs> they don't know what they're they're getting up there. It's a problem. Hey, what you this is not upgrade. Nine year. It's good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like it's obcrete. excellent. I think this
3: is what my At least I've seen it at her house. Yep. Shout out, hmm. Maria.
1: Shout, Shout out, Maria. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear another thing. Uh, no, we've already heard about it. What is our—so uh, what's this one again? Guardrail. Yeah, this one is Guard... called Guardrails.
3: Yeah.
4: I would like to shout out. I have seen a lot of creative drum muting and apparatus. I've never <laughs> seen, seen a microphone. <laughs> I'm 42 and I've been playing since I was like 13. I've never seen anyone use a microphone cover on the beater. On the beater. And it's perfect. <laughs> like that's
3: amazing. Let me
4: space is something. Not
3: only like, does it. Oh, we'll get you Jesse, a windscreen. Not only does it. But it, windscreen mute, is like but it also
0: deepens the tone. Yeah.
4: I mean, uh, big fat snare drum. Heads up. <laughs> <laughs> you've, got every, you've got a new product that you need to make. It's the. Uh,
1: no, that's ours. We're making that. The windscreen. Yeah, yeah, we already have passwords. You guys can on. license <laughs> it. You can license it and get your credit. I'm glad you told us we should do that. Yeah. It's here on the podcast. There I'm going to edit go. this one tonight. Done. So it's. Uh, already here first. first reverse Ever. Hey. Ever beater, they could pay Trevor. for our podcast. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe we'll break even if we make a, uh, <laughs> a drumhead beater screen. <laughs> Have to do this thing. Hey, here's the thing. We're gonna sell it for thirty dollars, and then eventually somebody go. Wait, this is a microphone. <laughs> so, uh...
5: <laughs>
6: was yeah. to
0: Well, our listeners that want to uh, follow you guys a little close more, hey, start that again. I'll edit that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Take <man>. two. Uh, <laughs> Our listeners uh, want to follow man. you guys a little more closely. Where can they find you?
3: Yeah, we're on all the streamings. It. I don't know. I've never calculated it. I've never sat and listened to our whole catalog.
1: <laughs> well, somebody needs it's to lot go of great listen stuff to it. That's yeah. yeah, I mean, we're I can, seriously. It's been a been a pleasure for me tonight. Absolutely, it's been we awesome. Appreciate
0: you guys coming and visit with us. And don't put your instrument away, you Gideon. You're going. You're going to close out with one.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
5: oh yeah,
0: yeah. We
1: got to tell us what we're playing here.
3: Though. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. All right. Oh
3: yeah. Okay. Uh, this song is called Dandelions, and what's it about, Gideon?
2: Um, I wrote this song about a memory I have of growing up with my mom. She's a health nut, and <laughs> she would ask me to literally go out to the yard and Pick dandelions for her to put on her salad. That's because she would eat them. Oh my god, <laughs> He's my dandelions? dad does the same thing. He's oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he would like still make now? a salad
0: out of the yard and just they have our
1: yard. We have get a all the edible
2: stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's always the worry when you're eating them in a, you know, in a neighborhood or something. <laughs> ah, it's hilarious. Yeah, He's
4: like, oh put salad dressing on it, man. Anything tastes like salad dressing. I saw this <laughs> book one time. <laughs> sure, I
2: still
0: want this book. I haven't been able to find it since. I, I saw it one time and I didn't buy it for whatever reason. What it was called? Fifty edible plants you can find in every neighborhood. I can't believe yeah. you're still. You going to
1: bookstores to look for it. Why don't you Google it?
0: <laughs> I tried, man.
1: Nah, we're gonna find it I'm tonight. Not, you yeah, yeah, you like,
5: I'm <laughs> looking for it, yeah. uh, the moment. Mom uh,
1: get the picture. of This app on
4: your phone, and you can take a picture of a plant. I'll tell you if it's edible or not. It's the best. Tell you what it is? That's oh, yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Just go
0: Google. around your yard eating shit. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah just pick- no, Don't eat like, shit. Identify <laughs> shit too. Don't you eat that. Somehow, wood sorrel, dandelions, all that.
3: Somehow, I feel like I. Would also want to get that information from a book because if it was published, then you know it's like
1: verified. It's
3: verified. If it was on the internet, you can't trust what's on the internet.
1: That's <laughs> if I learned true.
3: anything, people need to learn that. In that's school, great advice. <laughs> that's great advice. I learn anything in school, so you can't trust it. What are you this playing there, Elizabeth? The this is a um, this is a Violette Griffin. Um, I saw somebody playing this at a music festival. It was another like artist centric festival um in New York City called Underwater Sunshine Festival. And I saw somebody playing this and I said I have to try that out. And I tried it out and I said I have to get one. <laughs> um it's a it's a 12-string. It's uh in unison rather than octaves um and it's it's uh As if it's started at the 10th fret. So I guess it's like a high strung 12 string. Interesting. It's tuned like a guitar? It's tuned like a guitar. Yeah. It's the same standard. Yeah. Or you can take it into open tuning, which sounds really cool too. Um, Wow. Yeah. It's got a really nice, like bright, kind of mandolin y sound, but also guitar. And for if you want to take a 12 string around or if you're, An average sized lady. It's a really like manageable size. (laughs) 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 Compact and nice.
0: Sweet. All right, let's hear dandelions.
5: Thanks again. Thank you Enjoyed it.
2: Thanks so much. Thank